You're listening to the Huddlecast with Mac. And my arms would come down suddenly, and then through the neck of my shirt, the fumes of my pits would just hit me in my face. Alexa. The It's not like what you want your marriage to look like all the time. No, and of course, we fail. Like we're, we're sinners, and so we don't always do the right thing. So things like this happen where you look back and you're like, that was stupid. Tara. Like I'd be looking out the window and there'd be this pack of butch- bushes and it would have, you know, a good area that you could kind of crawl in. And I'd be like, that's where I would want to be if I'm homeless. I don't. Yeah, you guys, I did. And Graham. I just want you to know I have David Sombrio on speed dial and he has like a whole <laughs> arsenal. So. Hi, and welcome to the Huddlecast, where we talk about life, faith and family. We're with Tara, my wife. Of course, my lovely wife, my sister-in-law Alexa, and my brother McLean. How y'all doing? Grand. We're really Grand. excited about Christmas. Although I guess when the listeners are listening to this, it's going to be like February. But for us, Christmas is a week away, which is crazy. We live in the past. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did? You are all in the future right uh, now, and you have seen things. Perhaps we have the same president. Perhaps we don't. Uh, I don't know. This isn't a political podcast. But today's topic, we have Hillary Clinton and her emails. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And her emails. I'm just kidding. But I, hey, I want to see her Facebook messages. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all right, Mac, I hear you have a story. There is something that I have stopped doing recently that I am, I'm pretty proud of, but not Passing super gas. proud of. Please tell me you don't pass gas anymore. No. Nicorette <laughs> finally worked. <laughs> What's Nicorette? Oh, gosh. Oh, Alexa. Well, I'll just say this. It's poop and expensive. We'll leave it at that. <laughs> what is it? I'm just kidding. It's like gum for people that are have nicotine addiction. Oh. Turning it off a cigarette. I don't know how you didn't know that. I didn't know that. I know about the, nic- the nicotine patch, but. I basically decided one day that I was going to stop using deodorant. And no. oh gosh! And the reason Speaking why? Speaking of, I forgot to put on deodorant this morning, but I, was I had a backup. What that was. And you know what? That's where it started. It started. I would forget, and then sometimes I would choose to forget, and then other times, I just stopped buying it because I thought I would save so much money. But you're not saving people's lives. Graham and I came to the conclusion because antiperspirant makes you stop sweating. It must do something that causes cancer <laughs> <laughs> which is like everything these days no but that is true they say that uh keeping those glands closed is really bad it's supposed to release chemicals but that's just like saying don't use your microwave because it can cause cancer that's like saying don't go on a plane because you could get a car wreck that's stupid that's just like saying don't smoke a cigarette it'll cause cancer <laughs> <laughs> so Graham doesn't listen to that. Wait, but I thought, Graham, I didn't think you used deodorant either. I thought I was on your level. Okay, I'll say this. I went through a period of time where I was a little bit worried about that. And I was like, you know, I wonder what other like natural options there are out there. And so I found this, um, what's that powder you put in the fridge? Baking Arm soda. And Hammer? Baking, Baking soda? soda, yeah. Arm well, & Hammer is the brand. Arm & Hammer, yeah. So I got some brand. Arm & Hammer uh, deodorant. deodorant. And it had, it was like supposed to be you know all natural all natural but it really it didn't really work very well it was kind of slimy and i just didn't like the way it felt well so anyway i i'm I'm back on uh speed stick i'm back on speed (laughs) that's what i wanted to say i wanted to say that after i don't know five or six weeks i'm back on because what would happen would be i would be typing up my computer and my arms would come down suddenly and then through the neck of my shirt 
the fumes of my pits would just hit me in my face, <laughs> and, it, and, it, and I'd be like, "This is disgusting." <laughs> well, and then all of his shirts would be wet, like on uh, the armpit. Yeah. yeah. Wait, so you like went cold turkey? You didn't like have an organic deodorant? You just went. Yeah, dude. Dude, I went all natural, and oh, it was golly. It was it. It saved me approximately five minutes of of my entire life. It kind of added up over time, you know, because I like to lather now or five used to. Five minutes. It, it added up, you know. That's a whole. That's Those a whole song. Seconds. Big deal. Ten that's seconds a, a day. Deal. Well, you know what they say about uh, toothpaste. What what have you stopped doing that you used to do every day? Because for me, it well for me it was deodorant. But now you're back to doing it. Yes, that's a bad I, question, McLean. No, I had to tell for the for the good of the listeners. I'm back on. <laughs> for the good of their noses. <laughs> oh man, I used to eat so much candy. Um, what's I still changed? Well, here's the thing. I'm back. I'm back on the sweets. Back on the sweets. Grams back. <laughs> but seriously, in high school, I used to have this big box of candy in my nightstand drawer, and I used to go to town after swim practice. <laughs> Don't yeah. you still eat gummy worms, like, on a daily basis? Oh, I do. Oh, daily. daily. Nah, nah. But, like, when I travel, it's kind of needed. Travel, move. I mean, I'm, I'm, st- I'm not haven't fully recovered. Um, <laughs> You're a recovering He's still addict. a recovering but, uh, candy-holic. Yeah, that's, that's mine. What about you, Tara? <laughs> Um, the one that came to mind for me, I was actually looking through my old photos to try to think of something and jog my memory. And I found this picture from high school where it was just a time where I would have friends over a lot to my parents' house and they were, they were super cool to let that happen. But pretty much we would clear off their big kitchen island and play this game called Nerds. I don't know if you guys have ever played Nerds, but it's basically a giant game of solitaire. We did that probably like at least every other week. I would have people over till really late. We just play this game on the on the island, and it was so much fun. Just so you we- know, Alexa, Nerds is uh, Dutch Blitz. Oh, same thing. Yeah. Fun fact: I thought the game was called Nurse, like a school nurse. <laughs> fun like, fact. All the way until just now. N e r t z. What about Nerds. you, Alexa? So, I bet a lot of girls would relate with this. But in high school, I wore makeup every single day, uh. and now I don't wear makeup any of the days. <laughs> no, <laughs> other days than like whatsoever. other than like special occasions, I'll wear makeup for like special occasions. But other than that, I don't ever wear makeup. But yeah, in high school, every day of high school, I wear makeup every single day. I went on a uh, business trip, which makes me sound way cooler. Or more professional than I really am. I'm not professional. Do you wear at all. a pants suit? I'll take notes. So actually, for this for this you one did. trip, I did. I wore a suit, but it was like a hipster or not a hipster suit. It was like fashion. Did it look it was like, like Hillary Clinton. No, I'm not eighty. What the heck is okay, a she's not eighty, but wow. okay, she thinks she's stylish. Mm, no, it was uh, like okay, on. you know those ankle <laughs> pants. It was like the ankle pant, but it was like, oh, like suit the pixie material. Pants. Yeah, yeah, like that. But it was suiting material, and then I had a jacket that I wore with it and a button up. So it was pretty like. Boring, well, but button up. A fedora. Oh, no. Then I had like loafers <laughs> on. The loafers kind of felt cool, but regardless, that's not the point. So I go on this business trip, and um, we're visiting a client, and I'm going with um, a more senior person because I'm basically nobody, so I don't go on client trips by myself. But and so then after that, we had like a pretty good amount of time to kill before our flight back home, and so we're just walking. We're in this little town, and there's a. Or, I mean, it's not a little town, but this town has like a historic part of it so we're walking around this small historic area of the downtown it's pretty cute and there's all these 
like shops and stuff and we stop in at this coffee shop and we just kind of start talking and I realized quite quickly that this person I was with started talking about their spouse in a very like like started complaining about their spouse and nothing huge it's not like I learned anything that made me you know like open mouth gaping kind of thing but just like little things that this person would get annoyed with about their significant other or their spouse and it's really easy to do and the things that this person was complaining about it wasn't none of them were bad it was simple things like how this person does the dishes or looking at your phone whatnot but it made me realize that this person wanted me to kind of reciprocate and be like oh yeah I hate it when McLean does this that or the other and I really wasn't and there was a moment where it got awkward because you know this person I'm on this trip with kind of stops and looks at me and is obviously like waiting for me to be like oh yeah Mac does that too and I was just like I'm really sorry and I didn't really know how to respond um so I think that's like a really obvious way on how we can be respectful of our spouses when we're not around them because it's pretty intuitive of how do you respect your spouse when you're together but how you respect your spouse when you're apart can sometimes be a little harder so I think for me a big one is making sure that when I'm with other people I'm speaking I'm not complaining about Mac um, and I'm saying things that are like encouraging about him but I don't know if you'll have any other things whether it's with each other or not together of how ways that you've learned to respect your spouse or love your spouse well um, in marriage now that we've both been married for like six-ish, six or more months, we've got like a little bit of time under our belt. By no means are we, you know, professionals. Yeah, we're, we're basically experts, obviously. I mean, after you get yeah, a not month, at all. you're like, you know, you know everything. I can't remember what book it was, but I remember reading that this couple had a few rules and actually it might've been a, uh, one of those little studies on the Bible app, but the guy said, uh, that he and his wife have a deal where they don't talk about each other poorly behind each other's backs. And that's like a big deal. So uh, I guess that's not really a story. That's just an experience. <laughs> and I guess it's uh, something that uh, I think Tara and I have tried to incorporate within our relationship. I know growing up, mom said all the time that whenever she talked about dad, it was, she would make a point that it was always positive. You know, speaking to her family members about dad when they were like going out, maybe, I don't know, or like, you know, talking with her girlfriends, whatever at coffee girls. And, and yeah, so I think that's something that I definitely appreciate now, uh, not even having to have a conversation with Alexa about it, but that she's already on that page and what a blessing that is to have that. I will say though, sometimes we'll go out and we'll just like, was <laughs> so we'll, it, we'll like be in a grocery store looking for something or like shopping. There'll be a disagreement and we'll just let the volume go up. And we'll, and we'll just, like, let's just have it out here on the floor of TJ Maxx. Like, let's go. Like, let's talk about, let's, oh, well, this is, this is, no, no, we don't actually say, I was going to say, you, just like your mother, you're doing this. But no, we don't actually say that. I was going for comedic effect. What, are you serious? Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Like, Why would you do that to unab- people around you? Unabashedly. Well, dude, it's, you don't think about it, and then you'll make eye contact with a stranger and then instead of backing down, you like it. You're like, yeah, I whatever. And like, yeah, and you done this. Like, you just, you know, you just throw some more. You know, He's like, you looking at me? But I don't. So when I, you when you look at them, do you like go over to them and invite them to church? <laughs> That'd be awkward. That'd be so awkward. <laughs> she just laughs. <laughs> no, 
the it's not like what you want your marriage to look like all the time. No, and of course we fail. Like we're we're sinners, and so we don't always yeah. do the right thing. So things like this happen where you look back and you're like, that was stupid. But well, do you guys actually try to be intentional about keeping arguments in private, or do you find yourself just in the middle of it sometimes? I'm trying to think of. We won't have full fledged arguments. But uh, like we'll we'll do these like nice. It'll little... be like like we get snippy with each other. Like we're stressed yeah. out. We just sat in traffic to try and get to the Highlands, which is a mall in Arlington. It's the Saturday before Christmas. You know, like like things are just not stacking up well. And then you get a TJ Maxx, and like you just say something snippy, and then the other person says something snippy back, and then you make eye contact with someone, and you're just like, oh, that's <laughs> awkward. Yeah. Well, Alexa's question about. I mean, just just trying to talk well about our spouses in front of another. I think, obviously, the Bible tells us to talk well in front of, or about everybody. Like, gossiping, we that should never be out of our mouths. And But our spouses are especially easy to talk badly about just because they're the person we spend the most time with. You know, we know everything about them, and we're one with them. So... Um, I was just reminded of this verse in Ephesians from 429. It says, do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So I feel like everything in that verse just um, is related to what we were just talking about. Anybody who listens so that it benefits them. So anybody, you know, you guys talking about in the store, people listening on. Um, but let whatever comes out of your mouth be built, be meant for building up. So anything that I say to Graham or about Graham should be for the purpose of lifting him up, even instead of me, like it would even be disrespectful for me to build myself up instead of him when, you know, we're, I'm in a conversation about what's going on in our life or something like that. Like that's even just as disrespectful which is interesting to think about. And it's not only our, our spouses that we need to be that way about, but it's everybody, our, our believing friends, our non-believing friends. Um, because as we are representing Christ in the church, Christ never talked about his bride, the church, that way. And we should never talk about our, our Lord and Savior that way, obviously. So obviously the Bible is just a great example of that. Right. I think what makes it so hard and kind of going back to the original example is it's cultural. I mean, that's what... You know, a majority of the population would do is whether it's a spouse or just like you were saying, anyone really for that matter. Although I think a spouse is just an example that's kind of close to home because, you, like you said, mm-hmm. like it's the person you know the most about and that you're with the yeah. most. But um, culturally, it's kind of normal to like vent and, mm-hmm. you know, what people would say is, oh, I just need to get it off my chest or, yeah. Or it's, oh, like, Right. Or even like, well, what I'm saying isn't really like I'm not saying anything bad. I'm just saying that it annoys me the way they load the dishwasher. It annoys me that Mm. they look at their phone when we're having dinner. Like that's not bad necessarily. So I think people or not people culture and this includes me. I mean, I'm a sinner as well. Um, So I fall like I fall into these categories as well at times, but it's just easy and it's common. Um, But to that point, I mean, we are called to be set apart. We're, as God's children, we're called to be set apart. Set apart. So this is one of the ways that looks like. So whenever you're in a group of people that are maybe venting or getting things off their chest and talking about a friend or a mom or a mother-in-law or a father or a spouse or a sister or whatever it is, you know, being able to sit there and say, and um, how to respond without joining in is difficult. And yet it, it, it stands out, I think, for sure. 
As most of you know, Tara and I have moved from Texas, and a big thing in Texas is uh, just gun rights, having guns. And uh, you know, I was talking to a few friends, and you know, they always have their little perspectives of you know, I want a gun, and you know, whether it's just at home to protect my family, or if it's to you know, go to the uh, movie theater to protect us, me out in public. And now in Texas, there's open carry, so you can like walk around with like a a shotgun on your back or <laughs> just I really, don't, know. I mean, I don't really think it's freaky. a shotgun. Just no, a little I think gun you on can your hip. You can with swords. What? You can okay. really? What? A sword? Like yeah. seriously? That's yeah. I mean, can I walk around with an axe? Yeah. A chainsaw? Yeah. A chainsaw you've always been so able then to walk I can, around with a chainsaw. So then if that's true, then <laughs> I can just walk don't around wear with a gun. Mask. Uh. Just don't wear a hockey mask. Don't wear a hockey yeah. mask. Well, here's the deal. So I don't really exactly know what the uh, laws are in Georgia, but regardless, uh, I was just kind of curious on y'all's thoughts. Do y'all have guns? Do y'all want a gun? What are y'all's thoughts on that? Yeah, so <laughs> I don't currently, know. I mean, I'm just thinking about your dad. Currently, we have we've got two guns in our household. No, we don't. Right here. Oh, oh, okay, oh, your muscles. Look, look, I was gonna look, say look, currently look, like look. kissing his see, arms. Which is everyone who's listening. He just put out two squirt guns. <laughs> he like had them prepared, and then he like shot water out. <gasps> I I have them I have them always at the ready in case there's an intruder. Oh gosh. You know what? If you intrude in my house. You're gonna get really wet. <laughs> Does Pippa have any guns? No. Other than her butthole, it, she's pretty. Is, uh, oh no, God. I mean, I mean, is she a good watchdog? Yes, mm. Actually, yes, she is. I mean, she Alexa freak out. Okay, freak I will. Out. Okay, she she'll, out freak she'll out bark. Not a good watchdog. She'll bark, but so, I don't know that she will attack. Come here, come here. There's a difference. Well, hey, you should no, teach no, no, her to attack. We're talking about guns here, not dogs. So okay. What are okay. your thoughts? Do you we don't guns have guns. Future? I don't like guns. They kind of freak okay. me out. But Mac really, really wants a gun. So I had I, I had the greatest idea. We've got a bed, and we were gonna like install a floodlight. <laughs> I'm glad you have. No, a no, no, no. Okay, yeah. Well, we're not like most people. We we have a we have a bed, <laughs> and um, and I and I had the greatest idea because where it is is I mean it's pretty closely located to like the entrance of the apartment and I was having it all set up to where we'd have you know like a Remington shotgun under the bed with a floodlight flash at the door and I just like roll to back. blind them you had to blind them right and so you light them up so like, you can see them and they can't really see what's going on you just you know you just unload you know at that point and very clearly the Texan in me is coming out but uh <laughs> for the longest time I just thought hey I'll um you know you're I think you're supposed to Oh, what I've been told was you're just supposed to shoot the door frame because that'll cause the least amount of damage and it'll freak the dude out and run away. But no, that's not actually true. After talking to other people, you're just supposed to you're supposed to kill them. Apparently, I don't know. But if if you injure them and don't kill them, isn't that like the worst thing you can do? Yeah, they'll sue you. That's so stupid. I like saved your life, or not saved your life, but I let you live. I saved like, your life. You <laughs> saved your life. Um. So I have no interest in having a gun, but I would have no problem having a gun. I'm not scared of them. I think that that they could be helpful in specific circumstances, but I have no interest in ever owning one. I just feel like guns are going to do more harm than good. And like if I'm saying I'm going to use this for my defense, I feel like they're going to end up injuring me more than I'm going to end up defending myself. Yeah. Mm. Well, I don't have a gun, uh, and I will reserve my real thoughts for myself no you have to tell us why you're the one that asked the question okay you can't cop out i mean 
I don't know. The thing is, we don't even know what the Georgia laws are. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Well, I mean, I, I don't know. I, Georgia's I, pretty conservative. I, I would really assume have, they're similar to Texas. I, I don't really have an interest in guns recreationally. I think they're too loud. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't really... I would rather just like prioritize living in a safer area and then feeling like I need to have a gun. And then for all of those who are like, well, it doesn't matter where you're living. I just want you to know I have David Sombrio on speed dial and he has like a whole arsenal. So anyway, if you have the right friends, then you don't, you yeah, don't need any of that matter. stuff. Yeah. You're so, safe. It's going to be a 12 hour David. drive though. 12 hours after the thief comes in, David shows up like, where's he at? David drives. Oh, he doesn't drive fast at all. He drives really safe. But, but. He would get here no matter what. But he'd FaceTime the heck out of those people. <laughs> Babe, Dude, why can Graham look at his phone all day if we're not talking until his turn? But I get on and Alexa's like. Well, yeah, Graham, in, in Alexa's you, defense, it, Tara was giving me eyes like no I was other. trying to get it away from him. Her it's eyes very were disrespectful. So big. See? Exactly. Oh you should never have your phone when you're talking to other people. What That's is this? Never, ever. It doesn't matter if you're on FaceTime or Skype. Ooh. Never have it. The only, the only, okay, here's the only um, exception. If during conversation something happens and you decide to Google something, yes, that's just for sure. That's, what I'm just doing. that's not what you were looking Let at Instagram. That. You were looking at Instagram. I'm Googling, I'm Googling what you just said. I'm Googling what you just said. Okay, you guys, we are meeting with so many people uh, a lot just for trying to build relationships at church, you know, moving into a new area, new apartment, new church. Just meeting with a lot of people and sometimes it's like, I don't know what else to add to this conversation. You know, I'm thinking of topics to add. So one of our friends we went to lunch with the other day asked us this question, and I thought it was a brilliant just kind of question to get your mind thinking about something. And I wanted to ask you guys what you would say, because I've never asked you this question before. It sounds, it's random, but it could be interesting. What do you think about the most while you're driving? So this guy, his answer, he kind of gave an answer to get an idea of what other people would do. Or, to, I mean, to help other people think about their answer. He said that he, and this is just the way his mind works, he will, like, create a poll in his mind that says, which type of car lets me over the most? Like a luxury car or a car that, you know, has not been invested in. And I, he didn't tell us what the conclusion was because he was still running his poll in his mind. You know, he had just started doing that. But I just thought it was so interesting. And it made me remember what I would do when I was a kid uh, when my parents were driving and I was staring out the window, you know. I would always try to imagine the best home for a homeless person to live in. Like I'd be looking out the window and there'd be this pack of butch- bushes and it would have, you know, a good area that you could kind of crawl in. And I'd be like, that's where I would want to be if I'm homeless. I don't. Yeah, you guys, I did. Okay. So what I think about when, when I drive is uh, usually writing speeches. You write speeches? I don't know. <laughs> what? what does that even mean? So you, you guys, think I don't about know. writing. So you think about you at home on a typewriter or a laptop <laughs> writing speeches. Yeah. Are you going to run typewriter? With a quill. Do you mean you think about the speeches that you are about to give? Yeah, And yeah. you're like thinking the... Yeah, I guess... Wait, you give speeches? Well... When do you give speeches? No, it's... I mean, like, for example, at my buddy's, like, rehearsal dinner, I had oh. to... So, like, when I was driving up there for two hours, I was listening to music, but I basically wrote the speech in my head and then wrote down a few notes and then delivered it, and it went really well. But, uh... uh 
But yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, if I don't have anything coming up, if I don't have like a speaking engagement coming up. <laughs> <laughs> He's not hired for speaking engagements. Unless wait, wait wondering. a minute. Wait, don't tell him, guys. I do. I am hired for speaking engagements. If you need a best man speech, hit me up. And but I w- he was never hired. He actually had to pay to do that. Well, okay. No, I didn't pay well, to do you that. Paid like, to he be had a to best buy man? his tux. No, I mean, he had to like get his tux. He had oh, to go to the hotel. Wait, you were the best man? No, I wasn't the best man. I, was, I don't even know where this is going, guys. Anyway, that's what I do. I, I think about public speaking, I guess. and uh, yeah. I think about when I drive my car, I have, I, I've collected quite a, an amalgamation of different music that I've listened to over the years, starting back from like eighth grade. And so I have that, and it's about, it's, I don't want to put a number on it, because if I say, I don't know how much it is, and I'm going to say like 1,500, and somebody's like, oh, that's not a lot of music, you suck. Or I'm just going to like say like a million, and somebody's like, there's no way. Basically what happens is I listen to all those songs on shuffle, and whenever it comes on, I'm like transported back to the time I was listening to that song, whenever it was. And I just think about, I think about my life back then. And then I, and and then I think about that. That's what I do. And then a new song comes on and it's like, it's like watching reruns of, you know, like season four of Mac goes to high school or Mac finishes middle school. And that's, that's what my driving is like. That's probably why you need to wear deodorant. What? (laughs) What? That doesn't even that doesn't even relate. Alexa, what about you? Um, that doesn't I plan. <laughs> I plan. You plan. I okay. plan. Like I plan for the future. Like I think about okay, if we wanna Oh my gosh, like, that's a big deal. <laughs> if we wanna do this in a year or if we wanna have be able to go on this vacation or if I have to do dinner or do I need to stop something to get dinner or who should I text to make Saturday plans? Who do we wanna hang out with? That kind of thing. I just sit and plan in my head. And then I get out of the car. And I make it happen. I'm a planner. Whoa. And sometimes the plans are more like daydreaming for the future. Like, oh, in five years, we're going to have 10 kids in a house. Whoa. <laughs> not to slow down. We're not going to have 10 kids ever. Not even in five years or just 50 years for that matter. We're not going to have 10 kids. I would go crazy. Period. You don't know what you're going to have. I mean. We could have eight dogs. No. We're not going to ever have no. <laughs> just No. No. I plan. Which sounds really boring, but it's actually kind of fun. It's like organized daydreaming. Slash. Really, it's just kind of a lot of organization. Thanks for listening to the Huddlecast. Please go to Apple Podcasts and review us. This week's review is from Reza 2.0. They say, listening to Huddlecast is super entertaining. You honestly don't know what they're going to say next. And it'll, it's very encouraging, challenging, and you're sure to finish each episode with a smile on your face as you listen to Foursome talk about faith, family, and fun. Keep up the good work, Thompsons. Now, Graham, why should someone review us? What would be their benefit? Well, when you review us, our ratings go up in Apple Podcasts so more people can find us. And the sooner and other people a, find us, the sooner you, you can, can stop, stop listening. Listening! Woo! Yeah! You can also find us on Instagram at Huddle Groups and Facebook at Huddle. Guys, thanks for listening. Sometimes we love you. Sometimes we want to cuddle with you. But today, we just want to say thank you. Have a good day. <laughs>